All right, good morning, everybody. We're Shitz Rabbi Crown. So we are on Yud Gimel Amud Beis. We are by the two dots, which is roughly, I don't know, 15 lines from the bottom. Um, so we are, the next little bit of Gemara is going to be going to deviate from Yevamos a little bit. It'll be a little bit lighter in some ways, a little bit not so light in other ways. Um, but it's we'll go through it. So we're starting from Tanan Hasam. Um, which is right uh, the line right under the two dots. Um, Tanan Hasam learned in a different Mishnah. Megillah Nikris Be'echadasar Bishnemasar Bishadasar Obar Sabachamishasar. So for those who were in, were in Megillah, um, the beginning of, of Megillah talks about that there's all these different combinations that you can re read it on the 11th, the 12th, the 13th, the 14th, or the 15th, and it elaborates how you get to all those different dates. Lopachos Loyoter, neither earlier than the 11th or not later than the 15th. So we have all these different possibilities. Amalei Rish Lakish Rav Yochanan, Rish Lakish Eser Rav Yochanan, Ikre Khan. So what about the pasuk that we we have that we 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 read we read? Los is go to do. Do not make separate. Do not separate yourself. You're supposed to. The Nei Israel is supposed to act in a unified manner. Los is go to do is that you don't you don't like have all these breakaways. Um, meaning, don't make separate groups of people. Why would you have it set up in such a way that you have a group of people that read on the 11th, a group on the 12th? Why don't you just make a, a consistent day? Um, so the question now, there's a question, now we're going to ask a question on whether this really means what we think it means. Um, but when when um, the word, the, the word least go to do, it has a different meaning. That you're not supposed to inflict a wound on somebody. If somebody, God forbid, dies, in the certain cultures, they would, um, you know, cut themselves and do other things. And there's a rule in the Torah that says you're not allowed to do that and inflict any kind of wound upon yourself. So it's saying that the the word losis go to do is really referring to that, and it's not necessarily referring to the concept of making these other camps. So the Gemara answers, no, it's not really that imkain. If so, why does it say low tigo to do? So what, the puzzle said low tigo to do, you know, without the the double the double tough. Um, by saying the double tough, it implies something different. Um, that the word tigo do could imply um, by itself implies cutting as opposed to creating these different camps. My go to do. Why do you have the the double the double tough? You learn from this, it teaches us not only about the cutting concept, but also about the concept of creating separate groups. Um, I guess because the word the word cutting is when you kind of create sections in theory, so the same word is used to imply in creating sections within B'nai Yisrael. Um, now, if it maybe if this is all coming to teach me about the concept of creating groups, maybe it's not really here to teach me about creating a wound. In Cain, if that was the case, le makarle lo tigo do. So it could have said the word differently. It could have said lo tigo do. My lo sisko to do. What do we learn by lo sisko do again? Shmamina trati. You have both. Both you learn both of both um, rules from the fact that you say it with the doubles, the double words. Um, so, basically, coming back, this Armale, so the, he, so Rabbi Yochanan replied to Reish Lakish um, about Reish Lakish's question was um, why, you know, again, why are we doing it this way? Why do we have the separate way? Um, Armale, Ad Kanalashanisa, didn't you learn from the, you learn from this Mishnah, Imsachim, 
Makim Shenagu, Asas Moacha, Barib Sakim and Chatzos, Asin, Asin, Makim Shenagu, Shalog Asin, Ainosin. So if you learn Psachim, in Psachim we learn that on Arab Pesach certain communities have a minhag that they would not do work. So you learn that if you can't either are coming from or going to a, a, a community where they don't do work, um, you don't do work. If you're coming to or go, question is if you're coming from one and going to another, what do you do? Implying that there are certain communities that would do work in Arab Pesach and certain communities that would not do work in Arab Pesach. So already you have a concept of half the people are acting one way, half the people are acting another way. So why would you, you know, so this is also an issue of losses go to do. So we should have talked about it in Pesachim instead of bringing it up in Megillah. So why do we, why do we wait till Megillah to talk about losses go to do this concept of having multiple people leading Megillah in different times and different in different areas? Talk about it in Pesachim. Um, Reish Lakish answers, Armalei, Aminalach Ana Isura. I talked to you about um, the halacha about reading the Megillah on a specific date. The Amr of Shemim Bar Abba, Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Lekayim is he may have Purim Elu Bismaneim. That if you in the Megillah it says to establish these dates of Purim on these dates. Um, that comes directly from the Megillah. Um, that teaches us Zmanim Harbe Tikmilahem That right in the Megillah it says that they designated multiple dates for people to read the Megillah. Baat Amart Ali Minhaga. But you're answering me about a concept of a minhag. The whole thing about whether you read on, on, um, or whether you do malacha on Arab Pesach, it says Makam Shenahagu. If there's a minhag in that place to do work, or if there's a minhag in that place to do not to do work, as opposed to the Megillah where it says when they created the idea of Purim, right up the top, they said, and we're creating these multiple days that people are going to observe the, the Purim. So that's why Megillah maybe is stronger than Pesach, where Pesach is only um, a minhag. Vahasam lavi surahe, but maybe look at it from the other way around. Um, that maybe it's a, it's more of a um, more of a halacha, an isur, uses the word isura, um, an isur to do work before Pesach. Vatnan, we learned it in Mishnah. Balayla beishamai osrin ubeitila matirin. On the night before Pesach, beishamai would osir it, would specifically forbid it, while while beishila would permit it. So because they use the word the words asr and mutar, it shows that um, that they they treat it strictly as a halacha and not just as a custom. So Rish Lakish answers Amalei hasamaroe omer malacha who that when it comes to work before Pesach, that someone who sees someone not working. We'll just say, ah, you know, he has a day off, or he doesn't have work to do today. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't assume the fact that he's not working is that he is not working actively, not working. He's passively not working. The ha, um, so why? So again, so now Rabbi Yochanan asked Rish Lakish, why didn't he ask the question of Losis go to do about our Mishnah, our Mishnah right here? We just learned about this whole thing that you guys don't love about the differences between Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel and. The main point with that is, I said, Beis Shammai does this, Beis Hillel does that. But even despite that, we learn that they 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 married each other's each other's daughters, um, and they traded each other's pots. So therefore, that implies that different people did different things. Vaha Beis Shammai matir and atzaras la'achud Beis Hillel osrin. So Beis Shammai would allow that Sarah of the fifteen arayos, the co-wife of the fifteen arayos of the wife. Um, to um, would would allow them to do yibum, a base hillel, oh, sir, a base hillel would forbid them to do yibum. 
So you should have asked right here in our Mishnah, why isn't this a violation of the concept of the Lotus Godus? And now I'll turn to Yudalit and Midalif. Um So why didn't we bring this up with our Mishnah? Me Savart Did you think that Rabbi actually did what they said that their opinion was? Um, did they specifically follow that? Um, that even though they had this point of view, they yielded to Beis Hillel. Um, that they had this point of view, but they still followed the opinion of Beis Hillel. So how is that? Is that really the case? Um, so now, Rav Yochanan Amru Asu Asu. Rav Yochanan holds that not only did Beis Shammai specifically acted according to their opinion. It's not only that they held, they thought it was one way, but they followed. Be, be, they thought Beis Shammai thought that they should do A, but they knew that Beis Hillel ruled B, and therefore they did B. They thought it was A, and they did A. Obeflugta, and in the Machlokas between Rav Yochad and Rish Lakish, is the same as the Machlokas of Rav and Shmuel. The Rav Amar lo asu Beis Shammai and the Rav says that Beis Shammai did not do what their opinion was. Ushmuel Amar asu v'asu, and Shmuel says that they did act in accordance with their opinion. Ema, so when are we when are we talking about right? What what time in history are we really, really talking about? Il ema kodem baskol. If we're talking about that there before there was so was this baskol that came along at some point and said that halacha follows divrei beis hilo. Um, and um, what's interesting about this this next thing we're talking about here is if you happen to be doing um, daf yomi of erevin, this exact same thing is being discussed right now in the daf yomi of erevin. So it's like an intersection between daf yomi and daf shabua. So anyway, um, Eli, right, before you get into that, can yeah. I just ask a quick question? Yes. When, when you're saying that the, the question is whether Shammai held one thing and it said one thing and did something else, we're just talking about this case of sorrow, right? We're not talking about across the board. That Beis Shammai said one thing and then did something else. We right. We may well. We're leading off by saying that this is specifically about our case, but I think we're expanding it to say that that was generally their approach. That even though they had the okay. opinion, even though Beis Shammai had the opinion that you light Hanukkah candles from eight to one, they still lit the candles from one to eight. Even though they had whatever opinions they had, they they, they stated their opinion. You know, they're like Arno. They stated their opinion, but they still followed the law, right? So. Same thing, right? They stated their opinion, but they knew that the ruling was one way, so they followed it one way, as both to the other opinion, but also like Arno, that they stated their opinion and they followed their opinion, depending upon the circumstance. Um, Arno likes getting call-outs, so this is today. This is your call-out for today. We'll see if we can pull, pull you in every day this week. Um, so we're talking about if it was before the Bosco or after the Bosco, right? So... My time, Amos A Lima Kodim Baskol. If you say this talks about the time before the Baskol that said that the halacha follows Beis Hillel, my time at demanda Armulas Glosasu. So, what would be the reason of the people who said that they didn't follow their opinion, right? So, you have this Baskol that comes along and says the rule follows Beis Hillel. So, if you're talking about before that time, where the rule isn't decided, right? Why would you assume that Beis Hillel Beis Shammai wouldn't do what they thought was right? Right, the the verdict hasn't been rendered, so they should be doing why why before that time, they should follow what they would what they thought. Right? Why would they say the other way? The El Acher Baskol. If you say it's after the Baskol, right? Well, the Baskol says Halacha follows Beis Hillel. My time at demanda Amar Asa. What would be the reasoning of the person said that they did what they wanted to do once the Halacha has been decided that the Halacha, at least according to the Baskol, should follow Beis Hillel? What would be the rationale to say that Beis Shammai Still did their own thing, so the Gemara gives a couple of answers. E by a same, a kodem baskol. 
if you're going to say it's before the Baskal, or you could either say it was before the Baskal, or you could say it was after the Baskal. And we're going to explain the first one. If we're going to say it's before the Baskal, we could go into Beis Hillel Ruba. So what reason was is that Beis Hillel was still the majority opinion. So most people, you know, so it was kind of like you had a group of 100 people in a room and 70 of them followed, followed said that Beis Hillel was right. So Beis Shammai would follow the majority. Um, and Laman the Armelosu and the one that says that Beis Shammai did not follow, um, did not did not follow their opinion or follow Beis Hillel took this position. The Beis Hillel Ruba, because Beis Hillel was the majority. So because they were the majority, even though they believed that the opinion was one way, one way, they weren't going to be um, contrarians, and therefore they they followed the the majority. Umanda Amra Asu and the ones that they did follow their opinions, what they hold Kazlina Basaruba. Um, they said, when do we follow the majority? Only when the when the people on, that are arguing it are equal. But here, Beishamai were on a were, were stronger. So Beishamai were known to be have a stronger analytical capability. So because of that, it's you know you wouldn't necessarily follow the majority. So even though the majority goes one way or the other, you might say because Beishamai has a bigger svara, stronger svara, that they have the right to follow their own opinion. And if you want to say that it was after the Basco, the Basco that comes alone says the halacha follows Beis Hillel, man lo asu. The one that says Beis Shammai did not did not um, follow their opinion, but just followed along with Beis Hillel. Hadahanafka because a Basco came along and told them that they should follow Beis Hillel, and therefore they followed Beis Hillel. Oman the armor asu, and the one that said that they did they did their they did what they want they did what they thought was correct despite the Basco. Um, Rabbi Yeshua Amar, Rabbi Yeshua, he is, it follows the opinion of Rabbi Yeshua. The Amar ain't mashkichim bevasko. It says we don't follow a basko. Uh, when a basko comes along, you say that's nice. There's a lot of stories like this in the Gemara. That loba shamayim here, right? That the, you know, once, once that, once the Klai Yisrael were given the right to form halachas and, and have their own bate dinin, that it's, it's great that the, you know, there's a basko from shamayim that says one way it's still up down here on earth. To fulfill, to determine how to fulfill or what to fulfill. And the one says that Beishamai did follow their own opinions. Karina and Khan. Um, so the Pasuk that we have that we talked about, Losis go to do. Um, what about the Pasuk that says Losis go to do? Losasu agudos agudos. Um, so you would say, when you have, when you, if you learn Losis go to do that, don't create these separate groups. How could, again, back to the original question, how could Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel follow different opinions? In theory, they should have come together and had a single opinion. Our answers are Marabaye, Kinyaki, Amrina, Milosis Godudu. When do we say that Losis Godudu applies? Kagon, Shtei Bate Dinin, Beir Achas. In a case when you have two courts in one town, Halalu Morim Kadibri Beis Shammai, where the judges of one court rule according to Beis Shammai, Halalu Morim Kadibri Beis Hillel, and the judges of another court. Rule and opinions of with base Hillel. But if you happen to have two courts in two separate towns, you have a court in Teaneck and you have a court in Fort Lee, and one rules one way and one rules the other way, less Lembah, there isn't the same problem with Los to do. It's only when the courts, two courts in the same town, where half the people are going to go one way and half the people are going to go the other way. Amalaya Rava, Rava says to Abai, he doesn't like this. A halacha, a dispute between Beishamah and Beishelel is just the same as 
um, a, a ruling that's in the same town because be, people from Beis Shammai and people from Beis Hillel wasn't like Beis Shammai all lived in one place and Beis Hillel all lived in one place but in every town you had people that were Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel so it's as if it's two courts in the same town so therefore we have a different answer El Amarava, Rava answers Ki Amrina Losis Godudu when do we say Losis Godudu applies Kigon Bezdin Be'ir Achas in the case of a single court there was a single court in one town Part of that single court rules in the favor of Beishamai. And half of the and some of the of, of the judges in that court rule in the opinion of Beishelol. But if you happen to have two courts in one town and we have in one that one court follows Beishamai and one court face follows Beishelol, I'm less than but it doesn't it doesn't it's not so much of an issue of losis go to do. Losis Goda doesn't apply because so, you know you can you have different courts you have different minhagim of what people would follow. The Gemara asks a question. Tashma from a different brace. So in Kamash Rabbi Elazar, in the place where Rabbi Elazar would live, how you Carson Asin Lasos Pachamim Veshabbos Lasos Barzel, they would they would they would they would cut down trees to make make charcoal on Shabbos in order to make iron for the for the knife of a of a bris mila. So we know that. Because of, you know, typically many of the things that have to be done for a bris mila are usher to be done on Shabbos, but there we learn that you do a bris mila that's done on time is docha Shabbos. So the in the place of Rabbi Eliezer, they would even do things to prepare the knife. Not only would they do the actual malacha on Shabbos, but they would do things to prepare for the malacha. So they not only would they do cut with the knife, but they would physically prepare the knife on Shabbos. Not only would they do that, they would eat chicken together with milk on 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 Shabbos. But generally, we know that there's the concept we just learned, we just read it in this past Shabbos. The Torah says three times you're not supposed to eat meat in the milk of its mother. So there's an opinion that says it doesn't, you know, generally you might say that does not apply to chicken. We don't follow this. Um, because, the, you know, chicken does not have a mother's milk. So, um, therefore, they would eat chicken together with milk. So, therefore, you have these two places and two different opinions that, you know, pretty significant things, right? The Makoma Shalbelezer Ain. In Rabbi Lezer's locale, they did do the they did do malacha um, on Shabbos to prepare for bris mila. In Rabbi Akiva's locale, they wouldn't do this. So when it came to a bris mila, they in where Rabbi Lezer was, they would do things to prepare the knife. In Rabbi Akiva's place, they wouldn't. Tanya, we learned in a Mishnah. This is also in Psachim. Rabbi Akiva said a general rule: Shabbos. Any malacha that you could have done on Friday ain't docha as a Shabbos. You're not allowed to override Shabbos with it. So therefore, we see that he was machbit to say that you had to do all your preparations before Shabbos started. Baha'i mighty What what is this? What is this really teaching us? What's like this? What is this? Um, how is this helping us? Mekomos mekomoshani. We already learned that separate places are different than separate places. We don't learn the concept of losis go to do. We already just learned that if you have a court in, in Teaneck, you have a court in Fort Lee, they could follow different opinions, and it's not considered losis go to do. With the Kari lay, and um, and the one who asked this question in the first place, my Kari Ale, Ale, what was he really trying to ask? 
Um, you might have thought to say, You might have thought that when it comes to Shabbos, where Shabbos has much more strict halachas, um, different different areas are treated as one place. Kamash Milan, we therefore had to learn this rule that even when it came to Shabbos and, and being Mechal Shabbos, Losis Kodudu does not apply to um, different locations. So the Gemara continues, Tashma, the Rabbi Abo Be'ikul Asri Rabbi Shuban Levi. Ravo visited Rabbi Shua ben Levi, and he would and he would move a lamp on Shabbos. So there's a different opinions if you're allowed to physically move a lamp on Shabbos, whether it's not allowed to be moved. And when he came to the place of Rabbi Yochanan, he would not move the lamp. So from this we can see that he would follow the that there are different people at different points of view, right? That when he went to Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi where he lived, they had the concept and they were more willing to allow people to move the lamp and it wasn't a problem there but when we went to Rabbi Yochanan's area they would follow the the, the difference so therefore it would seem that this is Los Hisko to do right you have two things comes to Shabbos we just said that when Shabbos you should have Los Hisko to do regardless of your location we have two places why is this problem did we not say that separate places are different so is so the question is is when it comes to Shabbos are there different rules in different places or when it comes to Shabbos, are there not different rules in different places? So let's clarify the question. Anan hachi karmina. This is what we meant to ask. Rabbi Yavua hechi avid avid hechi avid hecha hacha hachi. How could Rabbi Yavua have done this? How could he have moved the lamp in the place of Rabbi Yeshua and Levi? avid hachi And how could he have not moved the lamp in the place of Rabbi Yochanan? Does does he specifically allow moving lamps? Him specifically, the fact that he's he is in location one. Does that mean he's allowed to do one thing? And when he's in location two, does that mean he's not allowed to do one thing? Gemara answers: Ravavua or Rav Yeshua ben Levi severely. Ravavua held according to Rav Yeshua ben Levi, and he personally allowed himself to move a, a lamp on Shabbos. But when he came to visit the city of Rav Yochanan, and I think in the R scroll note it says that actually Rav Yochanan was one of his rabbeim. Um, he did not move the lamps because he wanted to show respect to Rabbi Yochanan he would not move the lamp in his city um, so therefore it's not that he followed one rule in one place and one rule in another place he always held one way but when he was by Rabbi Yochanan he went out of his way to be to show that he would not disrespect his ruling well, what about, what about his, his attendant what about his worker Right, a guy came with him he saw that Rabbi Yavil would move the lamp in other places. He would also do the same thing when it came to Rabbi Yochanan. So how would that how would that work? The Moralei So he would tell his guy, you know what? We're going to Rabbi Yochanan's city. In Rabbi Yochanan's city, they don't move lamps. So therefore, if they don't move lamps, we shouldn't do it either. So make sure you're not to move the lamp. So go, now we're going to go back to the question of Beishamai and Beishilo, whether they Beishamai followed his own ruling or, or went along with Beishilo. Tashma, Afalpisha, Elu Osrim, Elu Matir. We learned in our Gemara. Even though one held one way and one held the other way, so they don't, they didn't, they didn't not marry one each other. It's big sense that if you would say that Beishamai did not ultimately follow, did not ultimately follow his view, but went with Beishilel, therefore there's no reason for them to not marry each other because they all are at the end of the day following the same rule. 
But if you say that Beishamai did what they what they felt was right and they allowed they allowed Yibum to occur, why did Beishel and Beishamai not stop from marrying each other's daughters? Now it makes sense that Beishamai did not stop marrying the people of Beishel. Because at the worst case, the women that are the descendants, uh, these are their 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 only only thing that they're involved with is a is a lav is a negative negative commandment which does not make them mamzerim. So if uh, Yavama marries anyone other than the the one of her husband's brothers without chalitza, and this is all in the note arts note twenty four in the arts girl, it's a it's a lav. But you say you're not supposed to do this, but it, it doesn't it doesn't result in um, it doesn't result in a mamzer being born. So therefore. Um, but why did Beis Hillel not refrain from marrying a woman of Beishamai? Because what they're causing, in theory, is a violation of Arias. So because they're creation of violation of Arias, um, they would result in Mamzerim. So therefore, um, Beis Hillel should not have married the women of Beishamai as a result. So Gemara provides an answer, and we'll conclude with this. If you say that Beis Hillel holds that a mamzer does not happen from women who are prohibited under the penalty of kareks, like an erva, an erva, if you violate an erva, the chiyav is kareks. Rabbi Lezer, said the opposite. Even though Beis and Beis Hillel disagree about co-wives, Modem, they did agree, She'ain Mamzer, that Mamzer only results when Misha Isuro Isur Erva of Enosh Karis. It only happens in a case where both things exist, where it's not only an Isur Karis, but the, pe- the people involved in the relationship are also Chayev Karis. So you have Karis and a Mamzer as a result. El Elav Shmamina, but we can learn from what our, our Misha says, Lo Asu, that Beishamai did not follow the opinion of Beishil. Can we follow that? Lo Lolam Asu. But no, they actually did. They actually did what they said they, their their opinion is. We learned that specifically said that they would they would advise each other about who they should marry and not who they shouldn't marry. So therefore, because they would advise each other, it's less of an issue. So they would say, they would tell each other, you can't marry this person because this person was did Yibum or did not do Yibum according to our opinion. And what this will stop. Tomorrow we'll continue from where we left off. Have a nice day, everybody. Thank you very much.